The Beatles are a pretty nice band, and we've got a lot to say. The Beatles are a pretty nice band, talk about them day after day. But we also love the outfit a lot, so are these songs better than your love? The Beatles are a pretty nice band, someday we'll judge if they're fine, oh yeah, someday we'll judge if they're fine. Dig a pony! Ah, 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 ah. Think John is loopy. Uh, this song is mostly gibberish, but I'm not mad at it. It has nice harmonies and, and of the time, intricate guitar work adorning them. The words are one thing, but John's voice here and across the universe, for that matter, are probably the best it's ever been with the Beatles. He's no longer trying to change it through studio black magic because he was so conscious about it. Right. It's one of the all-time great rock voices. He doesn't have to shred his larynx to sound good and express himself urgently. I also do enjoy the Sly Rolling Stones uh, dig. I'm always here for the Stones hot goss, to be honest. <laughs> I like this song a lot. I mean, yes, the lyrics are absolutely nonsense. But the thing I really take away from this song is really that riff. Like, that's that's a fun world to be in, is listening. Mm-hmm. If Like, that's the world of that song that I want to be in. Um I love watching them play it on the roof a few times. Um, it's just, I, I think it's one of Paul, sorry. It's, I think it's one of John's better, like guitar rockers, in my opinion, even if it makes no freaking sense. <laughs> John's only significant new contribution to the let it be album, because across the universe had been recorded nearly a year previously. Yeah. Dig a Pony was the first song to be recorded during the Apple Studio sessions in late January 69. So you're right, John's songs always were first. I mean, we heard this song and Don't Let Me Down a lot. <laughs> uh, the, Don't Let Me Down is on Let It Be Naked. Yes. Yes. Uh, the version which appeared on Let It Be, however, was from the group's famous rooftop performance on January 30th. Dig and Pony contained mostly nonsense lyrics, which Lennon dismissed in 1980 as another piece of garbage. However, some tantalizing references can be found, including to the Beatles' one-time name Johnny and the Moondogs, when he sings I Pick a Moondog, and Mick Jagger, I roll a stony, well, you can imitate everyone you know. Ouch. <sighs> However, like so many of Lennon's songs of the period, the dominant influence is Yoko Ono. Digapony was originally titled All I Want Is You, words which appear in the chorus and which constitute the song's only direct, meaningful statement. John in 1972 said, I was just having fun with words. It was literally a nonsense song. You just take words and you stick them together and you see if they have any meaning. Some of them do and some of them don't. It sounds like uh, William S. Burroughs' word-pasting, cut-and-paste. Sure. Uh, the Let It Be album and film contained a version of the song recorded during the group's rooftop performance. The recording began with a false start, and the film Ringo Starr can be seen putting his cigarette down and crying out, Hold it! <laughs> on the rooftop, a production runner on the film, Kevin Harrington, knelt and held a clipboard in front of Lennon with the lyrics on it. The performance ended with Lennon saying, Thank you, brothers. My hands are getting too cold to play a chord now. And then Andrew Loden watched that and said, Not funny! Not funny! <laughs> <laughs> No, that's a good Mick Jagger, Mick Jagger joke. <laughs> yes. <laughs> uh, the January twenty second version on Anthology Three preserves the "All I Want Is" opening and closing lines. I like that. I like those. Um, these lines were a part of Digapony throughout the various recording sessions. 
But on March 23, 1970, Phil Spector edited them out while mixing the song. Reviewing the album from Melody Baker, Rich Williams said that Dig a Putty was the only genuinely new song by Lennon, and he admired the tremendously funky unison guitar riff, adding that the insane words and wandering tune are typical contemporary Lennon. Having bemoaned Spectre's edition of orchestral choral overdubs elsewhere in Let It Be, John Mendelssohn of Rolling Stone welcomed the song as an example of the producer's minimal alteration of some of the January 1969 recordings. He described it as crossword puzzlish, it said the combination of urgent old rocker's vocal and similarity to such earlier Leninisms as Happiness is a Warm Gun almost made up for Spectre's omission of Don't Let Me Down and Save the Last Dance for Me. Save the Last Dance for Me, by the way, there's a cover on uh, Harry Nilsson's Pussycats album. Oh boy. Which, uh, was produced famously by John Lennon. Uh huh. Writing for Bojo Juvez, what John Harris dismissed the track as pretty execrable. And an example of Lennon's reduced creativity during Let It Be, as well as the reason that Lennon's criticism of George Harrison's songwriting in one of the Twickenham sessions contributed to Harrison's decision to leave the band. Neil McCormick of the Daily Telegraph used Digapony as embarrassing, saying that Lennon was the guiltiest party with regard to the generally uninspiring songs on Let It Be. Oh, well. You saw St. Vincent? Yeah, I saw St. Vincent do a cover of this song live uh, just by herself. Because she's, you know, obviously she's a hell of a guitar player. Annie and Clark. Annie Clark, man. And she she rocked this song. It's worth a good uh, YouTube search uh, to hear her, you know, do this do this guitar line by herself and then do like a fuzz guitar solo <laughs> over it. Uh, and then when she was asked a question about it, she canceled the interview, right? Well, she just said, I'm going to go ruin Slater Kinney now. Bye. Uh. I can't, Annie Clark, you don't need a uh, stage name if your name is Annie Clark. That's a, that's I don't a, think. Yes, I mean, that's a great name. Love Count Zero. Josie Scale. I don't know. I give this to Josie. And I'm mad at it. Uh, but, you know, it's a, I can do about it. I can hear the, this kind of guitar riffage on other songs of the era, you know? For sure. I, I've always liked this song. I think the guitar riff is, you know, one of my favorites in the Beatles catalog. So for that, I'm going to give it a yeah. The Beatles are a pretty nice band. Talk about them day after day. But we also love the outfield a lot. So are these songs better than your love? The Beatles are a pretty nice band. Someday we'll judge if they're fine. Oh, yeah. Someday we'll judge if they're fine.